I got to share this with you. Uh, just a little something. Uh, I just want to tell you, and you've heard me, those of you that's heard me speak on dreams before know that I, I'm not a big dreamer. And what I mean by that is I don't dream. I know they say you dream upteen times a night. but And I guess that's true. I don't know, but I never know because I never remember anything. I mean, I go to bed, and the next thing I know, it's, you know, 3 or 3.30. And I don't remember no dream. I may have had 30,000 dreams, but I don't remember them. But every now and then, every now and then, I'll dream something and I'll wake it. When I get up the next morning, it's it's so strong. And it don't happen often. A handful of times here and there. Uh, now, you know what? And it, what's odd about that is before I got saved, let me share this. Before I got saved, I had nightmares all the time. And I mean violent nightmares. I mean violent. Scared, fighting nightmares. I mean beat beat the wall with my fist nightmares. I'm serious. That's just the way I, it was. And, and, and I mean, I remembered them vividly. But when, the, when I got saved, and the nightmares left, and I hardly ever had a dream that I, that I remembered. But every so often, of course, I, I've made mention of a few of them along the way, but Monday, Monday morning, I woke up uh, early as usual. But with it on my mind it's as strong as I'd have a conversation as strong as if, as if it, we were here right now as real as it is as we are right here and I, I, I went to bed Sunday night still really feeling and flowing in that same Sunday morning anointing I really did I, I don't know what it was about Sunday morning but I was just I was, I was wore out Sunday night but I was still jacked. I mean, just jacked. And my mind was just flowing in spiritual, spiritual realms. I'm going to tell you, that's a good place. That is a good place. I would love to stay there. I think that's spiritual minded. I would love to stay there. But I went to bed like that, and, and I believe that was partly to do with how the Lord used even in this dream. But some of you are going to think, this is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard when I tell you, share this dream with you. You're going, I'm going to understand it, but let me finish it. Let, let me share with it all. But, but most of you know, of course, we, we're in this building project, building plans. And actually, we're, uh, Brent just told me this evening, we're ordering, plans are ordering tomorrow. So I just kind of, and I didn't know that Monday night or Sunday night. But anyway, we are. Well, I had this dream, and we had done the footers out here. And I don't know who it was, somebody, somebody hollered at me, Brother Lee, come look at this. Uh, I remember that plane. I don't, I don't remember no, no one else as far as who it was. Probably was Brent, though. Come look at this. And I run to look. And, of course, the footers were dug and the footers were all. And, and down just below the footer, just below the footer, just in the dirt, in the dirt, in the footers, you could look. And, and like I said, don't, don't laugh. But it was full of potatoes. Full, full of potatoes, full of potatoes, and 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 immediately I said in this dream, and this is what I, I remembered. I said in this dream, I said, "There's a harvest in the foundation." I said, "There's a harvest in the foundation. There's a harvest in the foundation. There's a harvest in the foundation." 
And then that was it. That was it. But I've been jacked up on that. Yeah. I've been jacked up. I've been encouraged by that. I actually, I actually wanted to wanted to find a way to preach it, but I couldn't quite. I, Lord said, just leave that as a dream. Leave that as an encouragement. So I did, but I just wanted to share that with you and tell you. You probably hear that from me a lot now that there's a harvest even in the foundation. Yeah. Harvesting. And maybe that means something to some of y'all too. I, I, if you you got a word on that, you, you share that with me because I felt led to share it with you. So if you have a word on that, you feel, share it with me. I'd love to hear. But I believe that tonight. And I, I'm, I am, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm giddy and I'm anxious and, and uh, I'm all those things. And I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Come on, let's just thank the Lord again. Let's just thank the Lord. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I only want to read one scripture to you tonight. One scripture out of Luke. Uh, Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Uh, it's, not, it's not so much a text. It kind of gives us a foundation for the topic. Uh, where I want to go, but it, uh, this is really not really a textual message. It's, it's more of, of thoughts, and, I, and, and uh, it's, it's the flow. It's the flow of where we've been. It's the flow of where we've been going. It's the kind. Of, it's just kind of. It's still that same that same push. But I, I want to share this with you, and then we're going we're going we're going we're going to pray. But let's let's read this together tonight. The Bible says this: He hath filled the hungry. He has filled the hungry with good things. But the rich, or and the rich, he sent empty away. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich hath he sent away. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I, th- I thank you for dreams. I, I thank you. I thank you for everything you do in our life. Uh, I thank you that you, you, you reveal secret things to us. You, you reveal mysteries. And, and even tonight, Lord, we look to you through your word, through our time together, our coming together. Uh, as we've come together as the body of Christ tonight, Lord, together, together we all, we all have your mind tonight. So, Lord, bless this body. Bless this mind of Christ tonight. And, Lord, help us to to gather the strength that we need uh, to continue in this flow. Uh, Fortify us, Lord. Equip us. Help us, Lord. Help us to be ever in this move. Help us to sustain this move. Help us us to be great stewards of what you're doing. Help us to push this and, and not only, but to go forward and to go deeper and beyond. Lord, Lord, help us, help us bring, bring in the harvest that's, that's even in the foundation. Help us do that, Lord. Help us do that. Help us have your mind in all things. Lord, we, we love you. We praise you. May you put your hand on us now. Put your hand on us, Lord. Man, I pray. Put your hand on us and, and bless, bless, bless those that's here tonight. Bless this church. Bless, bless those that's of your kingdom. We'll honor and love you. We'll praise you. In the name of Christ our Savior, our coming King. It's His name. Can you agree with me? Say, Amen. Come on, one more time. We got time. We got time.
Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Like I said, I just want to kind of continue with the kind of a flow that the Lord's been doing several weeks here now, and especially especially last couple Wednesdays and even Sunday morning was kind of in that same that same uh, mode. But I, I, want, I, want, I, want, I just got this thing because because really that's that's if you were here Sunday morning, you really you really heard me say this several times and and maybe a few different ways, but about wanting to sustain, about wanting to sustain what God was doing. Wanting to to, to 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 be a steward of it, to, to help continue to 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 be effective in it, and that it would not stop. But after thinking on that, thinking on that, and, and here, here's kind of, kind of the thought that come to my mind: uh, why, why does man seem to to struggle? Why, why does a man seem to struggle so much to sustain what God is giving him? I want you to think about that. I, I, it's just something to ponder. I don't definitely have a, a, a right answer or a wrong answer, but I just want you to ponder that. Why, why does man struggle so at times to sustain what God gives him? Because it's pretty apparent that he does, you know. I, I thought about there's this, there's this beautiful Old Testament picture uh, in the temple uh, that God would come, and I'm not, I'm not going to go through it all, but God would come and he would light the fire. That's the picture you got in the Old Testament of the altar, even the lamps. God would light the fire, and, and it was, listen, listen, according to Scripture, it was up to man to sustain it. Really. God lit it. Man had to sustain the priest, the priest in the Old Testament, in, 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 in the temple. They, they manned the fire. Same principle. I want to tell you something tonight. God, God, God lights the revivals or God, God stirs the move. And I, I believe the same principle. He, he gives to man the stewardship of sustaining. I mean, we are, according to the New Testament, required to be good stewards over the gifts that God gives. Whatever that is, whatever that is. We're required, it is required to be a good steward over all the good gifts, over everything that God gives. Amen. Amen. And, and I believe that tonight. I believe that tonight. But, but man, man really seems to struggle. And, and what come on my mind, and I can't get off of this verse. I brought it out, I think, last Wednesday, and I'm, I brought it out a little bit Sunday morning. And I'm gonna, here I'm going to drag it back in today. But I want to bring this one verse back in again from, from, from Luke 11. And we'll read it this time. I don't think we've read it yet. Luke 11, verse 24, 25, and 26. Remember? Because this, this, this is what I see in this about not sustaining. The Bible says yes, that when the unclean spirit, there's been a breakthrough. Jesus is teaching something here. Jesus is teaching us, and we can learn a lot just even reading these three scriptures. But there's been a breakthrough. There's an unclean spirit that's been moved out. It's been pushed out. Uh, 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 he's using in a house, but a temple, a person, or whatever, a system, a community, house, home, church, whatever. But when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man here, he walketh through dry places, seeking. And I know maybe I'm stretching it, but ain't it odd? Ain't it odd? Ain't it odd that that that, that unclean spirits? Demonic spirits, devil spirits, 
find rest in dry places. It's not good for you to be dry. I want you to hear that. It's probably not good. If you're dry, you need to fix that quick. It's not good to be dry. It's not, it's not good for a man to be dry. Amen. So, so he walks through dry places seeking rest, finding none because everybody there is in the river. They're in the flow. They're in the river. So, so he finds none. He finds none. So he says, he says, the demonic spirit says, says, or the unclean spirit says, I'll return from the house, from the man that I came. And he says, I will go back there. And when he comes, he comes, he comes. Now, there's been a deliverance. There's been a move. That's what pushed him out. That's what got him out of there to begin with. But he comes and he finds it. It's all nice. It's swept. It's in order. It's clean. But, 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 he finds in verse 26, he goeth and he taketh with him seven others because he finds that it's empty. It's a, Jesus has done a mighty work. How, how, many, how many people do you know that Christ done a mighty work in? They didn't sustain it. And that that was even worse came. I had a conversation with somebody like that today. Today, somebody wanted to meet with me today. And that's kind of was their story. That's kind of their story. That's kind of their story. They, they had great, they had a great previous work of in their life, but they didn't sustain it for whatever the reasons. They didn't sustain it. And 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 now life is life is tears. That's the way I would just say it. Life is tears. Because he didn't sustain it. So he takes seven other spirits more wicked than himself. They enter in. They dwell there. And the, his state, the man, is worse than it was even in the first. There was an area breakthrough, an area deliverance, but it was not sustained. And so it becomes a stronghold for the demonic. Did you hear me? Which, this is what I see in that. And this is why it's so important. Because when this happens, this mocks the work of God. It mocks the work, the previous work of God, of what was done, what, what had been, what had probably no doubt been celebrated. When, when we don't sustain a movement, when we don't steward what God's given us, and, 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 and what God's done, and it's gone. A year, a week, a month, a day, a day, an hour, whatever. Come on, somebody. It mocks the work of God. It does. I remember, you've heard this story out of me, and I'll never forget it. Uh, and not that this is the worst thing in the world, but at the time of my life it was. I, I, I'd been saved two years, two years, uh, and the Lord had delivered me. I mean, I had, I had lists of addictions and lists of stuff that I had to have. To, and some of them I got the day I got saved. I mean, some of them were, bam, shazam, they were gone. And, and it was wonderful and it was amazing. But I had a handful of things in my pocket that I wandered away from the altar with. 
I did, I did. I, I had a handful of things that I carried on into to Monday after that Sunday. Now, they were some great things. They were some great works that had went on. But I had a handful of things left, and the Lord dealt with And one of them things, and, and, and like I said, this may not be the worst thing, but it was something to me. I, 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 still, I was so hooked on cigarettes. So hooked, so hooked. And like I said, I'm not trying to beat that up. Although you ought not smoke, it'll kill you, makes you smell bad, all that stuff. You know, it messes with your vessels. God, this holy vessel, all that. I go on and on, but, but I'm not trying. But my point is, here, the Lord come to me. Another dream I had. I had a dream about that. The day, the day I, 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 I turned that over to the Lord, it was two years or something after I got saved. That's right, two years. Two, it took me two years to see things God way. I'm stubborn too. I'm hard-headed too. Amen. You missed a good chance to say amen. If Cindy had been sitting here, she'd have said amen on the stubborn part. Tell you that right now. She'd have probably done cartwheels, and she's a quiet lady. But I had a dream, and, and the Lord, that night I woke up the next morning. Well, actually, it woke me up in the middle of the night. But I dreamed, I dreamed, I had just quit. I had just quit. I hadn't been quit no time. I was still suffering, still struggling, meaner than a snake. Henry, I'd come home from work and go straight to bed. Straight to bed, because I couldn't stand myself. Couldn't stand myself. Amen. But in the middle of the night one night, I had this dream. And I dreamed I was smoking. And in that dream, I realized in the dream that it was a dream. And the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord spoke to me and said, I'm going to take him away from you. But if you ever pick him up again, more or less you're on your own. I just come to tell you, I just come to tell you, I got deliverance right there, and I've never picked them up again. But I understand what the scripture's saying. I understand what God has given. If, 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 if we don't sustain it, it becomes a stronghold for the demonic. It becomes a stronghold for the devil, which then mocks what God has done. Maybe this ain't good Wednesday night material. But anyway, I'm going to preach it anyway. I'm going to preach it anyway. Amen. Amen. So I got to thinking about that. And I remember, like I said, I, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't go back and look at the facts and stuff. But it, it don't really matter. But I, it put my, put my mind on this, this track here. Uh, like the Wesley movement, Methodism. Uh, think about that a minute. Back in the day, I don't even remember the years now. But it run like, especially the Cane Ridge, the Cane Ridge uh, revival. I think that was one of the longest running like 30 years, something like that. Somebody can correct me if I, because I'm, I'm just going off of memory. Is that right? Kentucky. Yeah, I knew it was Kentucky, but it's like 30 years. There you go. See, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew. But I, it, it run like, yeah, those 30 years, one of the longest running in our country. But, but and, 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 man, it was, it was sparked. And I heard stories, and, and I assume these were all true. I heard stories that, that of course, they wouldn't let him preach in churches because he was so controversial and the kind of the movement that was going on at that time was controversial but, but he'd preach outside a lot and great crowd 10,000 people they said would gather outside and climb trees to hear and listen and the power of God would come so strong so strong so strong that people would fall out of the trees under the power of God 
And they would even warn them. Like the next day, they'd warn them, don't climb no trees. <laughs> they would warn them. They'd warn them. They would tell them, don't be climbing no trees. And, of course, somebody knew would say, well, why not? We want to be able to hear and to see. said, the power of God's going to come. <laughs> and sure enough, they'd climb trees. power of God would come in the midst of the service, and they'd all fall out of the trees. That's the true story about that. Well, anyway, anyway, think about that. And think about the emphasis, of what, especially of, of the Methodist movement in those years. The emphasis was they, they championed purity. They championed holiness. That, that was it. That was their, that's what they, they, that was their drum, man. They, that was, they beat the drum of purity, and, and they beat, and rightly so. The drum of, I mean, I, I understood that some of Wesley's small groups of meetings, they began with confessing sin. They begun with, with confessing shortcomings. They didn't even start a service till the, everybody done confessed their wrongdoings. Because they, they so believed and purity and holiness and and it was that was that was their thing that was what they they most beat on and that was their prize if you will that they really poured it on that but 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 think about it think about it they didn't sustain it what god did what god started come on what God started, they didn't sustain it. And, and think about this now, and I'm not beating up on any denomination. I, 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 wasn't, I was a Methodist. I wasn't a saved Methodist. Of course, so is a lot of them. But anyway, I grew up in that. But, but, but think about this now. Think about this. Think of, we're, stay with what we're talking about in Scripture. Seven times worse. The very thing they championed, I, I, purity, holy, seven times because they didn't sustain it. Now, 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 the Methodist, one of the leading denominations, ordain homosexuals to fill their pulpits. You hear what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be controversial. I just want you to understand the principle I'm talking about right here. Because they didn't sustain this mighty move of God. Yes. Yes. And does the scripture come true or not? Does the scripture Bear yes and amen. Yes. It does. It does. The very same people. And, I, and I'm not just beating up on them. That's just an easy story. Because there's a lot more. They, you, there's a lot of other things. I didn't actually, I just kind of got this thought today, honestly, and I didn't have time to do it. But I, there's bunches of stories you could whip through the scripture even. But there's many, many more. But I, I, w- I would even say, suggest to you that, 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 that. The Pentecostal, the Pentecostal movement, that that not not of Acts two, so much, but of Azusa Street, the turn of nineteen hundreds, in which we were born out of, in which this church was born out of, in in in, in the twenties, 
19s, 20s that is. Uh, and a lot of the other churches in this area that were Pentecostal, they were born out of that same movement. Out of that same movement. I would suggest to you that we, we're beginning to see, we're beginning to see where that's not being sustained. It's, it's the, the message, the sustain, the, the message of, of the power of the Spirit is not being sustained. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and the same results, the same results will be that of what scriptures say and what other movements, other places have, have fell under. So, having said all, here's, here, here's kind of what I, what I want to say. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of something that, 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 that ends, ends if I guess I could be, something that ends in a stronghold of the devil. Amen. Because that's what happens. I hope that makes sense. It does in my mind. That I don't want to be a part. Too, too much sense. Yes. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I, whatever God has started, I want to labor. That's, that's my assignment, I believe. From, from this point, I don't know how much breath I got left. I don't know how much runway I got left. I don't know how many more steps God's going to give me. But I just kind of sense, I just kind of cheat on I, hey, it's a good thing. I just kind of sense that I'm going to toil and I'm going to labor by the rest of my days to sustain, I said to sustain what God has given, what God has given to a higher level, to a greater level. Amen. There's a great cloud of witness looking upon to see will we sustain Will we, let, will we push up? Some of their reward lays in the balance of us even sustaining. Hey, sustaining such a move of God that they labored for, that they pushed for. I don't want to see it go by the side. I have a real conviction tonight, and I have had for the last while, about sustaining and it's just, and he's, and the Lord's just taking it deeper and deeper and deeper, and he's uh, revealing it level by level by level by level. Because I didn't, I told Brother Keith, I told Brother Keith, uh, I'm going to share this with you. Brother Keith's been good for me this last season we've been in because it's like iron sharpening iron. He has, he's, he's really sharpened me. He's, he, I'm just going to tell you the truth about him, and it's helped me and helped. And 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 I've been, I told him, I said. I've been preaching places way over my head. What, what do you mean? I've been preaching things I don't know. I've been preaching things that only the Spirit. I've been preaching things that, man, I never knowed. Come on. I don't know if you're comfortable with that or not. But I've been preaching things that, that, that I don't know. That I didn't study out. I've been saying things on this whole topic I'm on now. It's all the birth child of Jesus and the Holy Ghost. 
is none of mine. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I agree with that 100%. And I believe that. But, but, but I want to, I feel like that is. That's, that's my move. That's my labor. That's my assignment. That's where I'm at. And until the Lord shifts it some other way or, or somewhere else, I'm going to be on that. Now, it may not come out in every message, but that's just my thing. But here, here's what I'll say. God, I told you this again. God lights the fire. And he asked man to sustain it. Amen. New Testament look. New Testament look. We know, we know in the Old Testament they, he, he would burn up the sacrifice. That was what the fire come on. We know New Testament. We are the living sacrifice. Romans 12. We are the living sacrifice. We... we we sustain it with, with, with our sacrifice. We sustain it with our living sacrifice. And that kind of brings us into kind of this, this little thought that I want to bring out tonight. And this is just a little, just a little side note uh, along the way, just along the way. But I believe this tonight. I believe a move of God, a move of God will stop when man loses his hunger for it. I said, I believe a move of God will stop when man loses his hunger for it. When he loses his hunger for what God is doing. When he, in other words, in other words, it, it's not God deciding that it's over. It's when man has lost his hunger, his appetite. Bible in Isaiah 29 says that in the soul there is an appetite. And even from that appetite, from, from, from that from the hunger, man even dreams. Isaiah 29 and 8, I believe. I didn't give it to you, so don't look for it. But, but it's there. And I believe when, when man loses, loses his hunger, loses his hunger for it, that, that the move will stop. But here's what I do believe. I believe when man, great, I believe when man is hungry, great things happen. Great things continue to happen. Things go forward. Things push on. When there is true hunger. When there is true hunger. That's why the text tonight of Luke 1 was like that. Because I, I believe tonight, I believe God, God purposes things. God purposes actually come, come to pass. Let me say it like that. Let me say it like that. I believe God, God's purposes come to pass when we become hungry. What he wants done, what, what he's designed, what, what he's even got prophesied. What's even in this book, what's in these books of ours, what's in these words here that, 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 that he, he has prophesied even that may not have even yet come to pass or not come to pass yet in our life. His, his purposes come to pass when we get hungry. Think about it. Think about the, think about the 120 in the upper room. He, he had prophesied in Joel that this would come, but he had to have 120 that was so hungry, come on, it, it, it just didn't come out of the blue on, on 12 or 15 or 120 over here doing their own thing. No, it, it had to come on, come on 120 people who are starving for what God wanted to do. Hungry for what he wanted to do. Hungry for the move. Hungry for what he'd prophesied. 
Daniel was the same way. Think about Daniel, and I believe it's Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9, remember, he, 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 was, a, he was a student of, of Jeremiah and the prophetic word. And, and he knew he knew that the 70 weeks were coming. They're they about over. They about, we, we, about, we should be getting delivered. Come on, listen to me. About any day now, deliverance is coming. But he, he wasn't satisfied to sit back and wait on just God to move. No, no, he was hungry. He was hungry for God to move. And he wasn't satisfied just to wait. No, the Bible says he went to praying, he went to fasting, he went to seeking, he put on sackcloth, and he was urging God. Of course, that was the, the little delay thing, that the, the three-week delay thing and all that stuff. But here's the point, here's the point. He was hungry. I want to tell you, I believe God's purposes, God's purposes come to pass when we're hungry. His purpose for this church, His purpose for your life, His purpose, whatever, even, even, even what is already you know is going to come to pass. Let me tell you, you still need to be hungry about it. You still need to be hungry about it. Oh, yeah, you might have given your heart to the Lord, and you are going to be saved, and you are is saved, and you're fixing to be in the streets of gold and all that. But I'm going to tell you what, you still need to be hungry for God. Hungry for what he's doing. You might have got baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost and all that 22 years ago. But I've come to tell you, you need to be more hungry now. Now. Because he's got purposes still today. They still purposes. I believe it. Plus, I've noticed this, this season we're in. You know what I'm talking about. This season we're in. I've, I've learned, when you're hungry... When you're really hungry, everything tastes good. Uh, man, I have, I, and, and I've learned that about church. I've learned that. I've been in church long enough. I've, learned, I've, been, I've been around church folk, been in churches long enough. And I've learned that when people's hungry, you can run anything out there. And people want to eat. And I'm not, I'm not discounting anything about the move. I'm talking about you, you, don't even, you don't even have to sing good if you're hungry. People can put their praise on if you can't hit but one note. Hey! People can shout if you can't even hit that one note. Because they're they hungry. They're going to praise him. It don't make no never mind. You hit the wrong cue. You hit this. You miss that. It don't, hey, you ain't even got to preach good. When, my God, you ain't, gotta, you ain't even got to put two good scriptures together. All you got to do is get Jesus out somewhere when people's hungry. Been there. That's how I survived here the first three or four years. People just hungry. I couldn't preach a lick. In my younger years, I couldn't preach a lick. I'm almost ashamed that I put some people through that stuff. My, I know I was learning. I, God must have graced it good. God must have really poured out because they hung with me. They hung with me till they died. They left this world listening to me. <laughs> my Jesus. But, 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 but they was hungry. They was hungry. You ever noticed that about hungry folk? Yeah, you ever noticed that? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't got to even do a lot. That's what I like about moments. It's everything tastes good. It's all good. And everybody likes it. Y'all like it, don't you? Cook it up good. Make it good. Make it good. And it's true. It's true. I, I've seen that. I've seen. Critics turn into praisers. 
just because he's hungry. Whiners turn into worship. Just because it, it happens. It happens. It happens. Now, now, when the opposite is true as well, when people ain't hungry, ain't nothing good. You can have the best band, the best praise singer. You can have Elijah or Elisha preach from right there. You can have Moses with his stick. You can have whatever. You can have Jesus. That's what happened in his own hometown. They wasn't hungry. They wasn't hungry. And when they ain't hungry, don't nothing taste good. Don't nothing sound good. Amen. I said hungry. Right now, I'm going to tell you something. Everything is good. Everything I tell ever every song, every testimony, every word, every scripture, every hallelujah. Every time I look back and I see smiling faces, I'm like, mm. It don't happen all the time. I said it don't happen all the time. Oh, you need to thank God that you're just happy to come to church. Because it don't happen all the time. A lot of people, have, a lot of people get mad because I got to go to church. No, you just don't thank God. But it's because of hunger. The hunger hath he filled. But he sent away. Sent away, sent away, sent away. You know, hunger, hunger moves us beyond our boundaries. Beyond the normal. Hunger does that. I know there's, there's a scripture, there's a scripture that, and the, and the Bible never, I was going to say this right up front before I read this scripture because I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea. The Bible never condones stealing. Ever. I, I'm, so, just just know that it never condones thievery. But but there is this one scripture in Proverbs, Proverbs 6. I want to read it. Look here what it says. It says, men do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. Come on. It's not that he's, that he's still not held responsible. It's not that he still is going, in this case, in the old, it would have been seven times back. It's, it's, not, it's not that he, he don't have to, retribution. But, 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 but men understand he's hungry. And it moves him. It moves him from his normal. I told the Lord maybe I shouldn't use that. But it moves him. Takes him even from himself. Takes him out of character. I am not condoning stealing. I am lifting up the hunger. And that's what happens. Hunger. Hunger. Moves us. Moves us. Moves us. So. So here, here's what I know, though, and I'm, 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 I'm almost done. What time? Gosh, I better be done. I'm almost done. I'm almost home. Here's what I know, though. Hunger also, hunger also sometimes, so let, me, let me say it like this. I want you to say, I want to do this right. Hunger sometimes, 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 some, some of the, let me say it. I, I'm going to get there. Work it out, preacher. Work it out. Work it out. I'm going to work it out. I, I am. I am. I just got to get it in the right place. Some of the most discouraged, even sometimes depressed people, 
that I've run into have been people that were hungry. I want you to think about that a minute. A hunger, a hungry for a move of God, a hungry for God to do something, hungry in some way for him to, to move in some way, some shape. Hungry. Amen. So, so there is scripture, and I've got this thought in my mind that I'm going to share with you here in a minute, that, that God, God knows that. And God, God's, got, God, God's got teaching, if you will, built into that. Because sometimes it's not, it's not just enough to have hunger. It's not just enough. And I, and I thought about this Old Testament scripture, and I'm going to give you something else to tie it all together as we close. But I thought about this Old Testament scripture in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 8, Deuteronomy 8 and uh, 1. Let's go to verse 3. Just jump to verse 3. I'm not going to read all that because I'm just going to verse 3 anyway. I'll just bog you down. But listen, this was about, this was, this was God re, rehearsing back how he led and what he'd done. But he's telling Israel, listen, he said, He humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. And of course it goes on and said, He fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. No, I'm going to leave that alone. Neither did, neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God of the Lord doth man live. But I want you to catch this. He humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. That, that's the two things I want to tie together tonight. Because because this, 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 this is the key to not letting your hunger discourage you. This is the key to not to, to let your hunger Take you to a place of even depression because God's not moving. God's not. This, this kind of ties that together. Because this here's what I want to say. I want to say it like this. Hunger without total, total surrender leaves man discouraged. Leaves people even maybe depressed. That's why, that's why he humbled them and give them the gift of hunger. Not just one. He didn't just make them hungry, but he also he brought them to a place to where they would surrender. Total surrender. Total surrender. Total surrender. And then stirred them to hunger. Like I said, some of the most discouraged people I've ever run into were people, were people that were hungry, hungry for a move of God, but they were in a place to where they would not totally surrender. Therefore, weren't filled. Amen. Is that too much? Is that too much? Amen. 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 So, there must be, there must be this humility. Enough to surrender. Because that's what God try, God's trying to fill us. But he can't fill us lest there's surrender. He's teaching us that man don't live by bread alone, but by every word. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word. I'm, I'm preaching over my head, by the way. Every word. 
Amen. Amen. He's got to take us to a place of humility where we can surrender. Hunger recognizes I've got a need, but, but, but this humility recognize, recognizes, you know what, he's the source. Boom. That's a good point, Preacher Lee. I really appreciate that. Hunger recognizes that there's a need, but humility says, and surrenders because he's the source. He's the source. And through that, there's filling. There's filling. Come on, somebody. Come on, let's thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord. Anyway, anyway, Keith, 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 Keith knows what I'm talking about right here. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I'm still, I'm still opening. I just made some of y'all depressed. Are you, how hungry are you? <laughs> you better watch all that loud stuff. Somebody will cut your tires out there. But listen, listen, listen. Here, here's what I know. Here's what I know. If we don't get to that place, what did the, the text that I read to you begin? He feels the hunger. He sends away the full. Those that say, well, you know, no, it's too much. Just can't surrender to that. It's too much. Here, here, here's what I see. When we don't. When we don't surrender, when we don't get the feel, when we don't, we're not hungry like God ordained, we have to end up living off yesterday's. Yesterday's blessing or yesterday's manna, yesterday's, last year's, last. Yes, it don't keep. It don't keep. We have to live on 20 years ago. Whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how to bring this thing, bring this thing in. But God, God values hunger, hunger. He values it. It's what will sustain it. If we don't hunger, we'll have to keep living off yesterday and living off yesterday. You're living off. And, and, and here's what I know: you get hungry, you, you by, by by eating, man. Eating this. It's not like it's not like your natural. No, you keep eating. You keep eating. You keep eating. Come on, somebody. Ever who's coming, and I'm gonna try to. Try to figure out how to bring this thing in, but but I I I, I want you to re, we got to we got to keep the hunger if we're going to sustain it because if not if not if not we will not sustain it. The moment we lose our hunger for what God's doing, the moment the moment we lose our hunger for for what's what He's got next, for what He's setting up, what the table the table that He's preparing. And have you noticed He's been preparing a different table almost every service. He, he doesn't try to bore you. He doesn't try to just serve you leftovers. That's yesterday's. No, our God prepares a new table. Come on. He cooks up a new batch. A new batch. He keeps pouring it out and bringing it out and bringing it out. Something fresh, something new. Man, we got to stay this way. Uh, 
Psalm, I'm going to close with this. Psalm, give me that Psalm. Just give me Psalms 107 and 36. I'm going to jump all the way to that. But listen, and there, there, this was the children of Israel. I ain't got time to go in. But there he maketh the hungry to dwell. There's a place. And there, there he prepares even this city for a habitation. It's there. The hungry, it's, the, it's when we're hungry that, that he can establish us. It's, it's, it's in our hunger. It's in our hunger that 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 we we will not we'll always we will always sustain what God's doing. It's prepared. It's established. That word prepared, by the way, means established. Established. It's it's in our hunger that that He may establish a city of habitat. We'll always be there. It'll always. It won't. It won't die off in thirty years. God's move ought not die with the people that's been propelling it. Yes. Yes. We're, we're like an Elijah and Elisha. They, they should be a path. You ought not take this to heaven with you. Hey! You ought not take this to heaven with you. You need to leave this on the next group. I feel that mandate. I feel that mandate. Because we're about to lose it. And we need to, we need to pass this on to the next, or, or it's going to be gone. Come on. Oh, you think I'm kidding? Pentecostal, the way we know it could be gone. Pentecostal, the way, the way it's supposed to be, could be gone. And it'd just be nothing but these feel good. Skinny jean messages. I shouldn't have said that. Oh well, I said it. If you ain't got skinny jeans on, you're okay. It's hard for me and you to get skinny jeans, ain't it? I'd have to wear I'd have to wear bugs jeans, I think, to get skinny jeans on. I gotta close. I start, I start piddling. I, I, time for me to close. Our hunger pulls on God. Our hunger pulls on God. I said our hunger pulls on God. It is. It is. And I would tonight, I would tonight, that, that our hunger just keeps pulling on Him. Pulling on Him. Pulling on Him. Next service, next service will will be more than it was this service. Progress and pushing. It's going to be like Cane Ridge. It's going to be falling out trees. It's going to be like my dream. In the foundation, there's a harvest. In the foundation, there's a harvest. I ain't kidding you. I've seen taters by the thousands. I'm serious. I know that's funny. I know it is. I, I, I even got a chuckle out of it. But the foundation, I looked and it was, and here's my mind. I said, there's a harvest in this foundation. I was excited. Building on the harvest. That was another thought I had after I woke up. After I woke up, I tried to ponder it a little bit. Maybe I should have left it alone, but I thought, man, we're, we're building on the harvest.